Hello and welcome to another episode of that Disney Parks podcast. Uh, I'm Nick and on this episode I'm joined by Sinead. Hello. Oh, how wonderful. Uh, we are also joined by the return of P-Dobbs. Hello, good evening, good, good afternoon, evening. wherever you may be. I tell you, it's, it's a good to be on this episode because if not I was going to have to call you Ryan. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, on this episode, it's Craig. Craig David. Is that your uh, name? Yeah. I'd love to have... Do you know why I hate my name? I'll be honest with you. What, Craig? Craig or your middle name? Yeah, yeah it's a, just a gobshite name. Oh, absolutely. I'd rather be... Like, <laughs> um, it suits. It, you know, it works out well, doesn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, but I mean, what else could it be? But well, that's that's true. That's but. true. <laughs> well, no, you, def- you definitely, you definitely aren't that. Biff, yeah. Um, yeah. Right. D- so, digger, digger, champion. Right. So, uh, we're going to do things a little bit differently tonight. But it wouldn't be right ah. for us to start a podcast without asking what everybody's drinking. So let's start off with that. Um, so, I'll do it in the order that I introduce people. Uh, Sinead, what are you drinking? So, the, we're, we're recording on a slightly different night to pull the curtain back ever so slightly. <gasps> and technically, this is my Friday, because tomorrow is a public, well, a kind of public holiday in Ireland. Don't know if everybody gets it off. Yeah, yeah. Either way. Yeah. So, I'm having Jesus a... is about to be sold down the river by his meat. There we go. Is it, is it not funny, though? Is it not funny? That we call it Good Friday, and we're celebrating the day they killed Jesus. Well, I mean, up until about like two, three years, no, it would be longer than that because COVID. Maybe like five years ago, it was illegal to sell alcohol in Ireland on Good Friday. Wow. Well, I I still remember when, like, the whole November. Yeah. No, it's the twenty first night of September. You donut. Um, I still remember (laughs) uh, when. When Good Friday and Easter Sunday were proper, like, holidays, as in nothing opened. Like, takeaways, possibly. Pubs, yeah. Um, but no shops. Absolutely no shops. I remember one Easter, and this was very early on into my wife and my uh, relationship. On an Easter Sunday. All you're going to say. Your life. Yeah. Um, on an Easter Sunday, we I, there was something we need. I can't remember what it was that I had to go and get, but I had to go and get something. Jeez. And she said, there will be nothing open. And I went, of course there'll be something open. The, the petrol station must be open. No, even the petrol station was closed. Literally could not go anywhere to purchase anything on Easter Sunday. Initially, our I local, think the supermarkets were open. Our local super, supermarket is closed here. Now, that's probably not a kind of countrywide thing, but... Yeah. Yeah. We will be open. Well, it's the curry, isn't it? Um, but <laughs> yesterday, as you pointed out, it is uh, a a public holiday uh, tomorrow, as we recall this. So, what are you drinking? I am having a Hollows and Fentimins ginger beer with a bit of lime and some bitters in it. Very nice. It's really quite nice. Bitters. What's a bitters? Uh, I won't lie. I don't really know. No, I... I just know it's very nice in with a bit of ginger beer. Yeah, I we used to have bitters um, 
at my cocktail bar for putting into cocktail, certain cocktails, but I couldn't tell you what was in it. We just had bottles of it. <laughs> so, oh. if anyone knows it is what's an alcoholic bitters, ginger beer um, it's kind of somewhere between like a beer and a cider is where I kind of think of it it's, yeah, nice it's, it's, uh, it's uh, a hard a hard ginger beer I think that's the term isn't it when you make it alcoholic it's hard Yeah. like uh, Craig's noggin um, P-dubs what are you drinking? Yeah, uh, I'm still kind of semi-recovering from COVID um, so I've got one of my uh, nighttime berry teas Okay, Dabs, do you not drink that even when you're not recovering from COVID? Like, no. <laughs> that's not standards. No, we tap, tap fucking water then. No, it's normally milk, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> well, to, to be to be fair, um, what I would say is that, like, generally speaking, I'm not a massive drinker at home. No. Like, if I was, um, if I'm going out, and I'm going out drinking, I will go out and drink. But at home, the only time I really drink is recording this podcast. Now, what does that say about this podcast? Hmm, that's for you to decide. Uh, but yeah, I'm just not, I'm not a, a massive uh, drinker. Like no one, I drink wine, but no one else does. So we never buy wine because it just goes to waste. Um, we have spirits in the house at all times, pretty much. We normally have beer in the house, but it just doesn't, doesn't really get drunk very often. Uh, unless I'm watching sport or something, um, but yeah. So no, don't be don't be too harsh on beat ups. It's, it's fine. You you have your berry tea. You absolute lightweight. Um, Craig, I thought you were going to call me a filthy animal for a minute. Nah, I wouldn't do that on good for the day before Good Friday. Be mental. Uh, Craig, what are you drinking? Oh, Yorkshire tea. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well. Um, I'm I'm trying out now. I've I've I'm done. Well, well, well. Look, I uh I made a bit of a boo boo um because I have my drink uh in front. Have you seen of me. a matter boo boo? Pardon? Have you seen a matter boo boo? What's a matter boo boo? Nothing, Yogi. <laughs> Christ. I mean, that is a joke so old. I don't think any of our listeners will be old enough to know what the joke even is. It's not uh, better than have you seen a worm do? Well, I so I had to Say it. no, I had to. Uh, I got put on the spot on Alice's Magical Podcast this week because she was trying to find a joke in a book, and then said I need to tell a joke while she was looking for it because she was taking forever, and I think I, I said a really good joke, two really good jokes actually. Um, go on, go on. Go on. Uh, I've done it. I've done, I'm sure I've done it on here before. But for the benefit, Sinead, Sinead. Yes. What is Bob Marley's favourite donut? I don't know. With jam. Bob Marley's. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, what Bob Marley's friends? What their favourite donut is? No. Well, he hopes they like jamming too. <laughs> And the thing is, the reason why it's good is because it's clean, right? So, so is mine. It's clean. Sinead, no. It's a Have you seen a worm do? What? Have you seen a worm do? No. Say so, yeah. What's a worm what? do? Wiggle. No. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the joke? You can tell this is going to be a racy episode because I'm now going to reveal the joke I told the night before my wedding, what? which. Uh, 
actually offended some people to the point they were <laughs> debating whether to attend the wedding. Uh, you take your pants down. No, it's a joke. Well, uh, <laughs> you walked if yourself I, into I, that if one. I, if, I, if I took everything off, then then maybe just my pants, probably not. Um, why does Rupert the Bear wear yellow trousers? He only comes once a year. Oh no, it's Father Christmas. Anyone else? Uh, don't know. Why does Rupert the Bear wear yellow trousers? Because he's a. <laughs> that is that is literally it. Uh, we have lost our our good name on iTunes. We will be given a, uh, God, a strike we'll have to Change the name again. And you know what? Fully worth it. Um, no, I made a boo boo because I didn't bring a glass with me. So I've got a Bud Light. I don't want to drink it out of cans. It tastes crap. Um, so I'm going to have to get a glass at some point. But, as I mentioned at the start of the show, we've been having some debates internally about the podcast, as we do from time to time. And Craig has decided he wants to change. You have. You have. It's not your. It wasn't your suggestion, but you've been very, this is what I want to see happen. So, I'm putting the blame completely on you, even though this wasn't your idea. So... We are going to do something different. We want to hear feedback from this episode. Um, no feedback on either of the jokes, by the way, because I know they were great. Don't need feedback on those. But on this format, because do you want news? Do you want news? How many podcasts do you listen to that give you news? Is it just us? Do you listen to about four or five Disney podcasts that all give you the same news? Do you not want to hear news? Do you want to hear other stuff? That's what we're trying to decipher right now. So we're going to try something new. And this is either going to work or it's going to fail. But we're going to try it and you know, let us know your thoughts uh, after it's gone out. Um, so who wants to explain what we're doing? I will. Izzy was my idea in the first place for the, the show. I know you've you've done it on your other show, Sinead. But mm -hmm. basically, um, we've come up with this concept that we're going to build our own meals in the park. So we're going to take it from any of the restaurants in the park we pick, um, pick a starter, main dessert, drink, and a venue. Um, and you can pick it from anywhere, and it's just a case of building your meal that you think you would like in the park. Um, so, yeah, it was just a, a fairly simple concept, um, and we just thought we'd, we'd test it. So, who wants to go first? Sinead, I know you've uh, you've dived deep into this. I did. I made a spreadsheet because I'm an absolute nerd. So, yeah, I was in, I was intrigued to do this because myself and Kate did do this on Mickey Waffles. Now we did it. I can't remember if we did it during the like start of the pan, like during the whole pandemic time, or if we did it before. I can't remember. But I was intrigued to see how much one what I would pick had changed. And then also how much the menus had changed and if they had like had less vegetarian options or more plant-based options. Don't know. For context, I'm vegetarian, I'm not vegan. Um, I do have dairy, so I love a bit of cheese. So I'll start off 
with so we're doing magic kingdom yeah for this episode so for the venue i went with cinderella's royal table and i specified during the fireworks because <laughs> why not why well, not I don't, I don't, but can you can you see the fireworks when you're in cinderella's no, but seemingly it kind of sounds like you're in a war zone, and I thought that'd be quite interesting. Oh, wow. Well, okay. Yep. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all you can hear is bangs happening sure. around it. So I was like, sure. that could be interesting. And I think they piped the music in. So. Fair enough. We'll see. Um, so for my starter, um, I've gone with the jalapeno poppers from Westward Ho Refreshments. Um, that can come Ho. with. Yeah. So, and I've put prices in as well because I have no chill. Um, and they are five forty nine. Um, yep. For my main, I've gone very classy considering we're in Cinderella's Royal Table. And I've picked the plant-based uh, loaded slaw dog from Casey's Corner for eleven forty nine. Because let me tell you, as a vegetarian, it's really difficult to find plant-based hot dogs places, especially here in Ireland anyways. And yeah, I, I, I concur. It's it's different, which is weird because it's mostly fake meat, anyways. But that's besides the point. I've, um, I've, I've often I've often joked when I've seen a vegan hot dog, is it just regular hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> because the meat the meat content must be non-existent. Exactly, exactly. Now that does come with the choice of French fries or a mandarin orange. Um, I'll go with the French fries, but I've also added on a side of uh, soft pretzel sticks from Aunt Polly's Dockside Inn, which were eight ninety nine. Um, and then for my dessert, I've gone for the Pluto Dome from Gaston's Tavern, which is a peanut butter mousse with a chocolate ganache uh, on top of a chocolate flourless cake, because anything that has peanut butter and chocolate, I'm all on board for. Uh, and that's $6.49. And then for my drink, I've stuck with Cinderella's Royal Table. And to go along with all of the um, hot dog and the pretzels and the jalapeno poppers, I've gone for a champagne flight, which is exclusive for the 50th anniversary. Um, so you get three different champagnes for 25 euros. 25 euro 25 dollars wow. um so my meal in total comes to a whopping 57.46 which i don't think is half bad no i, I kind of feel it's alcohol half of the cost was the alcohol what half the cost there was the alcohol i mean i feel like that happens a lot of times when i go out anyways so yeah. it's fine yeah i can understand that um yeah, I kind of feel a bit bad because I haven't looked at the prices. <laughs> so I'm going to be a bit useless when it comes to that point. But there you go. Yeah. Do you want to go next, Nick, in that case? Oh, not really. Um, so I'll, look, go, I'll go, go next if you go want. Go on, Craig. Go on. I'm going so to my beer. I, I went to um, Magic Kingdom Adventureland and the Egg Roll Wagon for my starter. And basically, it's a quick, quick service dine thing. So I got the cheese burger spring rolls. Uh, you get two house made for nine dollars fifty. Now these. I thought are... they might come up at some point. Well, they literally do when you go on um, Splash Mountain. <laughs> are they nice? The... Have you had them? Yeah, the lovely. It was unbelievable. You had to queue up, right? And I don't know if it's changed since we were there three years ago now, but they were bringing them out and it was like the Pied Piper. There was people oh following the girl. She had a great big tray of these spring rolls and people mm. were just buying them as soon as she put them down. 
they couldn't keep up with demand. They're absolutely, they taste the cheeseburger, they're fabulous. They do have a, an egg roll combo as well. We, I think the other one is a barbecue chicken, maybe something like that. I didn't, I didn't look at that one. The cheeseburger all the way for me. Then I went to Pecos Bills because I love it, and I'm going to pretend it's not COVID. And I don't know if the Toppins bar is open. I always smash the Toppins bar, um, and I was going to get the 50th anniversary, the Big Al, a double bacon cheeseburger with lettuce, bacon, and barbecue sauce. Fourteen dollars going to cough. <coughs> Pardon me, ninety-nine. And then, obviously, you get a free meal at the Toppins bar uh, because you smash it. Again, I don't know if it's open. I hope it is because it's boss. All entries include a trip to the Fixins Bar, so maybe it is available. Um, and then my dessert was, I actually got, I think it's the same as you. Oh, no, I went to, did you go to Casey's, need? No. Okay, so I've gone to Casey's and I got the chocolate tart shell. Silky, silky chocolate filling, sweet whipped cream, and a chocolate pressed penny. Um, yeah, sounds quite fancy for six dollars forty-nine. And I, I do love a bit of Casey's, but not the dogs. To be honest, they're a bit rank. Um, and then my beverage, I went back and I went to Le Fru's a place. Where does he hang out? Gaston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got Lefru's brew, which for me, right, is actually a little bit better than butter beer. Um, it's an apple juice, a frozen apple juice with a hint of toasted marshmallow and topped with an all-natural passion fruit mango foam served in a souvenir stein or goblet for $12.99. It's, it's lovely. And it's like, it's just hit. They, they literally made it to combat the uh, butterbeer. And I don't think many people buy it, but it is gorgeous. And then I was going to eat that in um, Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe because you just get entertained while you, you're, you're eating it. You, you've got Cosmic Ray there singing his head off and, and tipping a wink at the audience and stuff like that. And it's nice and air conditioned. It's never really, really packed. Probably is now, like, but it never used to be. But so there you go. There's mine. Yeah. Boom. Nick, your turn. Right. Right. So, um, I think, I think for, um, I think for venue. I think I'm going to go for Be My Guest because I haven't been there. Um, Top venue. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I've, I've wanted to. Obviously, I've not been there since, uh, since it opened. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's somewhere I would like to go and try. Um, so, what do I want first? Snack. Well, like you starter, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, Westwood Ho, I'm going to also go for the uh, jalapeno poppers because um, I do like them. Yeah. I do like poppers. I can help you out with the, <laughs> I can help you out with the price there. They were uh, five forty nine. Oh, okay, good. 
I actually do. <laughs> I do have a price on my main course actually because it is oh, listed funny. on the website that I'm looking at. So um, this is from Skipper Canteen, which I've got to be honest, um, I've never been to. But when did when did Skipper Canteen open? Was that 2012? Was it before that? I don't think it was open when I was there. So it's a bit. I think it's even newer than 2012. You know. Yeah. Okay. So that's mm. that's that's my excuse. Yeah, for it's, it wasn't open when I went in 2014. Right. So it would have been probably 2017, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Good that I'm I'm not stupid. Um. So, um, I've gone for Congo Connie's coconut curry concoction. Oh, um, because it says it's... that after a champagne place. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So um, this is served with pineapple tofu and jasmine rice. And it was, to be honest, it was the pineapple tofu that, that swung it. Um, I do like I do like coconut curries in general, but yeah. I, I've never heard of pineapple tofu. And I thought that sounds pretty damn good um, for. And that was twelve dollars um, for dessert. I'm going over to Cinderella's. Cinderella's Royal Table, uh, and I'm going to go for the Clock Strikes 12, which is dark chocolate mousse with a caramel and crunchy praline center served with chocolate sauce and hazelnut gelato, because that sounds pretty damn good. Um, and then, uh, for my drink, because I think that's the only thing uh, I haven't gone for yet, um, again, at the Skipper Canteen, I'm sure it's available other places, it's the 50th anniversary drink, it's um, the Veranda Shandy, which is a Blue Moon Draft with Chipotle and pineapple juice garnished with a pineapple wedge. Oh, Now, I'm intrigued by the Chipotle, <laughs> how that fits in with the drink. But, uh, again, uh, I do like uh, things of a pineapple-flavoured uh, persuasion. So, that sounded pretty damn good. Um... But, oh, hang on. Huh? Dull whip pineapple blended with coconut cream and passion. It's too much. Too much pineapple. I was going to say, I was almost almost tempted then to, to change. But no, I'll leave, say, it. I'll leave it there. I hate pineapple. I know I you absolutely cannot bloody stand it. Well, to be fair, I will say this, Shalade. It was probably only about three or four years ago I started to like pineapple. Until that point, I detested it. So something changed. What um, do you use a lot have instead of gammon? What? What do you use a lot have instead of gammon? Nothing because gammon's gross anyways. Um yeah, um vegan vegan bacon, I guess. Um uh, they used to funny hot enough, pineapple on, on the gammon's lovely. No, nah, I never yeah, I never liked it. Nah, it's it's like pineapple on a pizza, I I still don't agree with. Um I think it's a bit odd. But um, actually, Quorn did some, I can't remember what they called them, but they were, I think it was like bacon grills or something, but they were more oh, like gammon than gammon. Um, yeah. Very, very weird. But I mean, very nice. But um, yeah, but I still wouldn't put a pineapple ring, I don't think, on it. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I understood the objective, Sinead, I knew this was not going to be a menu you was going to be sharing with me. It's <laughs> all those reasons. It's quite a pineapple-heavy menu you've picked here, Nicholas. Yeah, I mean... It's having a tropical day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, I, uh, the problem is, is that I've gone for two things from Skipper Canteen. 
and yes, one is a drink and one is a, like a, a main a main course. But um, the only other, oh, where was it? Was it Westwood? No, it might be Liberty. Ah, Liberty Square. Uh, sorry, not Liberty Square. Liberty Tree Tavern. What I almost went for as a main was they do an Impossible Meatloaf. Which is, I nearly picked this as well. Okay. Uh, plant-based meatloaf with mashed potatoes, mushroom gravy, and seasonal vegetables. And the only reason I didn't is just that that main course at Skipper Canteen just slightly appealed a bit more to me. Um, I mean, look, you know, Craig, how I feel about mushrooms, but mushroom gravy, it's a little bit different. I would have, I would have had that. Um, but I can't, I don't think I ever had meatloaf when I was a meat eater. So I, I've got nothing really to compare it against, but yeah. Coconut curry. That'll do. That'll do. Nice. Yep. So finally is me. Um, so the venue I picked was uh, Columbia Harbour House. Uh, just because I like the setting. I, I like where it is. You can probably view the parade if there is one um, from there. Um, and I just like it being in Liberty Square. I think that's that's quite nice. Quite a quiet area as well, except for Haunted Mansion. Um, it's not particularly busy, um, so I quite like that venue. Um, so for my starter, I am heading to the Golden Oak Outpost. Um, and I picked Walt's Chili Cheese Fries. Ooh. Um, for my starter, that was $6.49. Um, can't honestly say that I've ever been that far down into the park because it's it's kind of behind Splash Mountain. Um, so it's it's kind of a weird place. So I've never even spotted it. And I just I was going through the, the menus today and I just spotted that and I was like, oh, that sounds good. Um, a venue that I know very well for my entree, um, somewhere that I've eaten in all three parks that I've been to, um, Pinocchio's Village House. Um, and I'm going for the all meat flatbread in there. Something very simple, kind of just a pizza-like thing, but uh, it just sounded good. Lots of decent uh, tasting meat on there that I, I like the, the sound of. Um, that's $11.99. Um, now, I had two desserts down, and I couldn't make up my mind, um, but I know one of them will, will make Nick and Craig laugh, um, so I'm going to go with that at Gaston's Tavern, uh, the warm cinnamon roll. <laughs> Here he goes again. Sugar uh, rush, and that's six dollars seventy nine. Now let, let's um, just let, let's just clear it up because you're here to clear this up. So yeah. we made a scandalous accusation, if I do say so, <laughs> on that Universal podcast recently, yeah. when I said that you consumed two cinnamon rolls in the hotel. And then consumed two Voodoo Donuts on the walk from Voodoo Donuts to Universal Studios on that morning. You're nearly right. You're nearly right. <laughs> it, it was, was three cinnamon rolls and one donut. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> what were you were, think? They weren't even small. They were huge. Jesus Lord. <laughs> exactly. You were like baby's uh, heads. <laughs> yep. And then I had a crash in the afternoon. It's fine. Unsurprising. <laughs> Like I'm a heroin addict looking for the thing. He was just getting bags of sugar oh out of the God. tea. I had. Yeah. I. I mean, to be fair, and I didn't. I didn't disclose this, but it, you know, in in the interest of transparency, um, I did have a pop tart that morning, 
before we left the hotel room. Because I couldn't sit there and watch someone eat cinnamon rolls when I was eating nothing, so I had popped up. <laughs> and two cans of Monster. Oh, and... good grief. <laughs> Sugar-free God, Monster. Do- Sugar-free Monster what's doesn't going on in, What's going on in that room? Basically, it was a party room. And I'm sorry that we didn't tell you at the time, but we didn't want, you know... We was having a we party gave you a Jamie Vardy. on the party bus. Exactly. Baked goods and sugar-free monster. Woo! Toot, toot. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, finally, my drink, and I'm cheating a little bit. Oh, um, oh dear! Because because it's at the ticket and transportation centre, um, which if you search for it on on the uh, Disney app, it comes up as Beer Magic Kingdom. So yeah. I'm taking it. Give it. Um, yeah. I am going for the shaken Jamaican cold brew from Joffrey's. Oh, I like a cold brew. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at $5.39. Wow. I had so, one from, I had a Costa cold brew the other day and she said, do you want syrup in it? And I said, no. And it was not a pleasurable experience. Mm-hmm. I, I look, here, here's, here's the truth. I'm 38 now and I do drink coffee, but I I still have stuff in my coffee. I I, I just oh, natural coffee is just not. I just can't jive with it. It's too. Uh, I don't. It's not too strong because cinnamon, uh, like um, like putting syrup into coffee doesn't weaken it, but it obviously dilutes the taste a little bit. I still find it's like just far too bitter. I've never found a coffee that I've not found. To be too you bitter. Me head out when we had a coffee dialogue when you were in Liverpool the other week. Bearing me head out. What, because I asked for mocha? It's not exactly a hard so, drink to ask for. No, because you burnt me head out. Because I, I got an Americano and you were like, what do you think's in an Americano? And I was like, coffee. And you went, no, it's an espresso with hot water in. Oh yeah, what well, is? Yeah, that's that's know, an Americano. Yeah, but I, I've never joined the dots up. I just thought it was a cup of coffee. Oh, just just a whole big cup of Java. Yeah, oh. just. I um <laughs> I so today. In fact, this is weird. We haven't even talked about this. We were both in London today, Craig. No way. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, I. What time did I leave London? Uh, probably about half four. So yeah, so we our were, paths we were walking would have back to Euston then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was I was walking to Tottenham Court Road. I it was a hot day in London, <laughs> and uh, I found Your myself horse was dead. Pardon? Your my, horse was dead. My horse <laughs> was <laughs> my horse was dead. Um, no, I found myself uh, a Hotel Chocolat, and after seeing you devour one the other week, I had myself one of their um, milkshakes. Oh, memories. Yeah, and uh, it was it was delightful. It was delightful. So I just feel, because we're talking food, that I can talk about that as well. Oh, yeah. And if Hotel Chocolat want to sponsor us, or anyone else, uh, please get in touch at disasterdark.gmail.com. Um is is that it for the segment, P Dubs? That is. That's it for the, the possible new eat it segment, as Craig christened it. Yes. Do you, do you know what? Right? It's the same as um, going for gold. It's getting me juices flowing. 
because a lot of the podcasts recently for the last two years have been a little bit down and a little bit glum and a little bit sad. But these are fun, talking about good, fun stuff without all the rage that might be going on. So I've really enjoyed sitting there picking my menu. I mean, has there not been rage? I mean, you know, Sinead was very vocal about a dislike of pineapple. I mean, that... Well, okay, pineapple it's, rage. It's not Isn't exactly... Isn't it touch and go? I nearly flipped over a desk. Yeah, I mean, it's not It's not exactly, you know, Kate discussing, like, Disney World. But, you know, still. <laughs> Gotta get her back on and have her positive vibes of the Disney World. Malarkey. Hey, 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 you know. Kate is, you know... Obviously, welcome to come on if she's free. Opening I, statement. I think for me, it kind of forced me to look like I had to go through all of the menus and try whittle down. Um, so I quite, well, I quite like just getting to see what is out there. Well, I think what was veggie options. Yeah, I think what's interesting for because obviously for those that uh, have failed to notice. Uh, myself and Sinead do not consume in the consumption of uh, animal uh, flesh, um, so we've got to look at things a bit differently. Now, I did, I did struggle. Like, I did try and narrow the menus down by uh, vegetarian and plant-based options, but I'm still getting full menus when I do that. So, mm-hmm. I've still got to actually like find out, filter through what the actual options are. But the one thing I will say, Sinead, is that. Um, it certainly seems that there are many more options available now than even the last time I popped there in, in 2019. And, <laughs> Pete, do you remember I looked at a stand that had a salad? Yeah, we literally <laughs> looked at it and we went, if Nick can't find anything to eat, then let's not bother. <laughs> no, I mean, salad stand. Yeah, but the salad, the salad, all the salads had meat. They didn't even oh, have yes, a salad without meat. <laughs> that was the problem. Christ. Not that I wanted I a salad anyway, but yeah. So, um, yeah, the studios at that time were, were very disappointing. Um, but, yeah, it, they're obviously uh, increasing their, their menu options. The fact that Casey's has got, you know, vegetarian or vegan options is uh, is quite impressive as well. So, um, yeah, Disney World are, are doing it. But I think the interesting thing is, is that, you know, me and Sinead, that's that's how we look at food. Everyone else doesn't. So we're going to get different uh, options of food, right? I think we're covering a kind of spectrum of that. So yeah. that's good. Yeah, and that was Spanish. one of the reasons why I thought about it, because it, it gives people that insight into if they're the same as you guys, there are stuff out there, and there, there's an option for them. Yeah. I do think what we should try and do in the future... And maybe this is a conversation we shouldn't be having on the podcast, but hey, we're going to fill some time. Um, but, you know, Shane's got a spreadsheet. <laughs> Bless your cotton socks. I do. But you managed to price up your your meal. Yeah. Like how much that would have cost you. Um, so maybe that's mm-hmm. something yeah. that we can try and do in, in the future for future installments. You know, a bit of homework before we, we do the record, but, you know, just see, you know, who spends the most, who spends the least. Um, yeah, yeah. no no prizes but it'd just be interesting to see how uh, you know our our choices uh, you know actually affect financially as well 
because I'd also be interested. So, like, Craig, yours were predominantly things from like quick service places. But traditionally, when you've gone to Disney World, you've had the dining plan. So you probably would have eaten steak for like two weeks. Uh, we didn't pick a single I purposely, steak. Yeah, I purposely went to quick service. Oh. I did that. That was a conscious decision I made. Okay. Um, so, but I, I can go and eat all the steak if you want, Gail, at the yeah. next one. Just pick whatever you want. Just pick whatever you want. We'll have to get Ryan on to do his best steaks of Walt Disney World. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his gold, silver and bronze steaks. <gasps> oh, meat sweats. And Ryan my bronze, and his meat sweats. My bronze from the silly 80s. And my yeah. silver from the silly 80s. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, think, I think Eat It is going to be uh, a welcome addition. Um, I mean, it's 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 in the canon now. That's it. It's done. This is this is now part of the podcast. The question is how we shape the rest of the podcast around it. That is what uh, we need to hear from uh, from you guys. So give us uh, your feedback on that. Um, now we kind of preempted this a little bit because we've discussed the fact that Craig was in London today. And I was in London today, and we didn't record a podcast because we didn't meet up. And that's because other stuff was going on. So, Craig, what were you doing in my fair capital city? Well, um, scummy. We went down to see Frozen. So, 14 of us got on the train at 7 o'clock you are this morning. 14 Christ of alive. you. 14 of us, yeah. You should have just taken a coach. <laughs> well, um, I got. I, I was able to get them uh, cheap tickets on the train. Uh, what I, I don't know what theatre it's in. It's in a big theatre. It's in the just theatre royal jury. Royal, yeah, yeah, jury. Yeah, it's, that's it. Yeah, it's just been done up. I think. Um, I'm sure we've been there to see Willy Wonka, and maybe was Oliver yeah. there back in the back in the day? Maybe. No, Oliver. Oliver, I think, was at the Palladium. Oh, uh, right, okay. Willy Wonka was at Theatre Royal Drury Lane, not yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely stunning theatre. Um, be- yeah, beautiful. Um, lovely champagne bar, £45 for half a bottle of champagne um, for the birthday girl. And the show was absolutely fantastic. I I didn't want to go, I'll be honest with you. Couldn't be bothered. You know, You've seen Frozen a thousand times. Who hasn't? Do you know what I mean? And the songs, we all know the songs. But the stage show was in space with all these loads of brand new songs um, to move the story on. And even like, oh, just the actors. Do you know what? It was amazing because we're in this packed theatre. Right? It was full. And all the band was down, all playing their music. Yeah. And all the actors were on the stage acting and singing. Oh, all the actors just... were on stage acting. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. But it, it was one of them moments where the last time I went to, to the theatre to see a show was Harry Potter. Um, yes. Like about four weeks before lockdown, basically. So, the, I mean, we did have four pints of Stella during the show. So I was a little bit drunk, and uh, I did get quite emotional at the end of of Frozen. 
I'll be honest with you, that a tear did roll down my cheek. But we had an absolute, it's well worth going to see. I thought it was going to be a little bit rank, to be honest. Now, you'll know better than me, right? And Phil asked this. Did Disney give the license to that, or is that Disney? It's a Walt Disney. Yeah, Yeah, it's a Walt Disney. So Walt Disney have their own theatre arm. Um, I can't remember what it's... I want to say it's called like the Walt Disney Theatre Group might be the the official name but um at the moment they have lion king frozen uh, mm. beauty and the beast uh newsies poppins and mary yeah. poppins yeah, yeah. Uh, and aladdin in they ha- broadway well, still oh is it okay um yeah i know i think i think aladdin might be going on tour that was previously where uh, Mary Poppins was, which ironically yeah, is where Mary, Mary Poppins was before that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I despised Aladdin. I thought it was absolutely awful. Uh, one oh, of I worst. liked I liked Aladdin. I loved yeah, Lion King. Yeah. Um, loved Lion King. How close yeah. are your your big theatres? Do you have a lot of? Like, has Dublin got several theatres? It's not really. There's, like, the big one for where a lot of, like, the big shows go. So in November, myself and Adam went to see Book of Mormon in, it's called the Bordgosh Energy Theatre. Um, so that would be, like, the big theatre that we have. And then we have kind of slightly smaller one uh, called Gaiety, which we were in at the weekend. We went to go see the Adams Family Tour. Um, so they'd kind of be the two... Big ones within Dublin, anyways. I know there's like Cork Theatre and stuff like that, but um, as for in and around Dublin, they'd be the two the two main. But uh, I know the Lion King was here before Christmas. But I remember when I was a, a cast member, we got to go watch the dress rehearsal of the Lion King when it came to Dublin, and that was mm. unreal. Loved yeah, that. I, I I I saw Lion King about five years ago. And I thought it was good, but I was a little bit underwhelmed. And I think it's because I'd heard for years and years how amazing uh, it was. And I think maybe my expectations were a bit higher than they they should have been. Um, I, I still I, I enjoyed oh, it. I was I thought it was much better than Aladdin, but mm-hmm. um, but you know my wife and and daughter went to see Frozen. Uh, where did they go? I think, I think earlier this year, the, the last few years have been a bit of a blur, to be fair. Um, but they they were raving about it. They said that, yeah, they, I mean, that it was a really good show. Olaf was fabulous, um, mm. the way he, he did that. Um, Sven, he's the, is he the reindeer? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't work out how he did that. I know how he <laughs> did it. I know yeah. how they did it, but the poor fella in it. What, what a, oh my God, I'd love to have followed him off stage and just seen him like sit down in the, in the weight room <laughs> and have a cup. I think, I think I remember years ago when it like first opened on Broadway, I think I remember seeing an interview on YouTube or something like that of the guy that was playing Sven and him showing how he gets into the costume and stuff. Oh wow. So if I, if I can find it on YouTube, I'll send it over to you. Oh, but yeah. I remember being like, this is bizarre. It was brilliant. Well, because we just and had the, the we just had the the London Theatre Awards. I think they called the London Theatre Awards, but the Theatre Awards that we have in this country, whatever the Olivia's, um, the Olivia's, yeah. 
And um, I was looking at the, you know, who won the other day and uh, the Life of Pi won for Best Supporting Actor and it just said the seven actors who play the Tiger. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's the, the first time a female has won Best Actor. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Because it's it's not all males playing that role. Oh. It was, uh, yeah, it, it, it tickled me just because it said the seven actors that played the tiger, not who they were. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, animals in theatre over the last decade or so have become like a massive thing, haven't they? I mean, obviously, Warhols. Yeah probably led the way in that but we're seeing it in more and more productions um and and yeah Sven is uh, another another great example you know the roar after at the end of let it go right that was like the halfway point mm. and it just went to i mean the special effects were astounding right mm. and then the noise it literally blew me socks off it was, oh, it was, it was just phenomenal. Do you know what was really phenomenal? I got the kids six ice creams. How much? Oh, Come on. Uh, six uh, ice creams. I'm gonna go. London. Thirty-five pounds. Oh, good guess, good guess, yeah. Thirty uh, pound. I was gonna say thirty-two. Yeah, five at a tub. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, half a bottle of champagne was forty-five pounds, and she had two. <laughs> well, she had a bottle. She drank a bottle. Yes, yeah, yeah. But she had one normal champagne, and then she had one pink champagne, which that was fifty pounds for half a bottle. Jesus. So ninety-five pounds on champagne. How do you but have it was a baby. Yeah, but still, yeah. how do you have a half lip? Uh, <laughs> I've I've seen the. Um, so when it first launched on Broadway, they they were showing uh, footage of it. So I've seen the big number because that was broadcast on American television, and so I've seen mm. the uh, the special effect. Um, and even though I know how it's done, it's yes. still incredibly impressive. Oh, mm. stunning! It was stunning. So yeah, I I don't know how how hard it is to get tickets, but. If you've got if you've got the option, just book them. Yeah, I think um, I don't think it's I don't think it's hard in that they've just extended it again, so it's now we, playing until next year at the moment. So we were we were I think we were six rows from the front, so we had proper boss seats. Like, oh, wow. um, you could see you could see the spit coming out of the. the <laughs> The, the mouths as you were singing. Mm. That's how... Nothing beats being that close. Yeah. Even yeah. if you can't see. Because when I went and saw Back to the Future, we were in the first row. We were front wow. row. Yeah. And you can't Sprayed. see the whole of the stage. But yeah. you can feel the energy coming off of them. Whereas yeah. if you sit further back, it's a little bit... So it, it swings in roundabouts as to what you get, what you get out of the experience. Mm. But, but Jack said he doesn't like people pantomimes. Oh no, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, and we went into the gift shop, and um, Rose got there's a water bottle there in there, fifty five pounds. What? Yeah. What does it do? But it's got diamonds all over it. 
And uh, so they, they bought it for her. But Jack wanted um, a pair of frozen socks and a pair of frozen fingerless gloves. <laughs> <laughs> to wear home. He didn't get them. Yeah. Yeah. Dead funny. Oh, dead the, funny. Um, they do. You, you know, do you remember the um, the kind of like princess cuddly toys that they do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they've got some of those for Frozen that are mm-hmm. in like exclusive outfits. But they are exactly the same as Disney Store ones, but just in slightly different outfits. And I think I think they were thirty pound. I can't remember exactly, but I, I know that because my daughter came home with one of them. Um, oh no. And so I was told how much it cost. Uh but yeah, I mean that you know they were more than what the Disney store would have sold them for. But they mm. were, you know, absolutely Disney store branded. You just can't buy them there. I thought it was quite funny. Um, but no, it sounds it sounds like it was a, a good show, Craig. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, it was just lovely. It was just, it was just brilliant to be in the normal world, doing normal stuff and just feeling that energy. And it was a cracking show. Mm. Well, well worth it. So on the flip side of that, I spent today at the Natural History Museum and it was an absolute car wreck. It, there were so many people there. Yeah. It, it's and the thing is, like you have to book tickets. So we're yeah. queuing up to go in and they were saying because we got there uh, I want to say about quarter to eleven and our, our our time was eleven. And they said only people queue up for eleven o'clock or earlier. So people had to leave the queue. So we're queuing up to go in. So we thought, oh, okay, so that, that makes sense. The distributed tickets for times and blah, blah, blah. And you went in there and you almost couldn't move. And I just yeah. thought, what the hell is this organisation? This isn't a free-for-all. This is, we've released so many tickets per day and that that's what they thought was a suitable allocation. So no doubt, uh, next week I will have COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's doing the rounds. Yeah, it's about it's time. It's about time for me to have it again. So uh yeah, if if that happens, you heard it here first. Um <laughs> But I'm glad I'm glad it worked out. I, I still it still like does my head in when you turn around and say, Yeah, fourteen of us got on a train <laughs> to all go and I see just... this this thing. I mean, Sinead, yes, you're Irish. This is, you know, shouldn't this be your wheelhouse? You know, like massive come, family outings and stuff. I come from a very small family and my family are not like that at all <laughs> in the slightest. So to me, that is just the most bizarre thing in the world. Oh, we were on the, um, we were on the Prosecco and the, we were on the books phase going down and that was, we were on the seven o'clock train and then we were on the, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I and then we were on the bud. Then we were on the Budweiser on the train. Um, oh, you have a cup of tea now? <laughs> yeah. So, nah, it was cracking, it was cracking day. I was down to that London. After Dark Podcast is sponsored by hhnunofficial.com. 
the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.hhnunofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Well, look, there is another uh, segment suggestion that we're throwing out. It's something we we do kind of do on occasion, but I think we're going to try and do this a bit more solidly. So, Sinead, what did you want us to discuss tonight? I don't even think I... I think just someone mentioned it to someone else and said it, but I thought it'd be good to discuss what we're we're watching even on Disney+. Plus. I know for some of the time it'll probably be like when there's big shows, like for example, Moon Knight, probably a lot of people are watching the same thing. So it could even just be a suggestion or whatever. In full disclosure, I still have not watched Moon Knight. I will get around to it at some stage. It's just not overly appealing to me at the minute for whatever reason. But what I have been watching for the last, God, I don't even know how long now, is Bob's Burgers. I had never seen it before. We started watching it a couple months ago just like would stick it on when we would I don't know be having lunch or having dinner and we didn't know what we didn't know really what to watch or whatever and I bloody love it I absolutely love it I didn't think I would like it which is why I'd never watched it beforehand but if you've never watched Bob's Burgers give it a go it's really fun yeah it's it's one that I um it's one that I should dip back into I did start to watch Bob's Burgers but I found it a bit like what you said, a bit uh, like walking, uh, like like um, just wallpaper, live like action wallpaper that you'd have on in the background. You weren't necessarily paying that much attention to, but you could hear it and you would glance up at it every now and again. But while I'm pottering around, it's just it's just kind of there. Um, so uh, I think I watched the first season and I got a bit into the second season. This was before it got onto Disney Plus. This is when it was still on, uh, I think, Amazon Prime used to show yeah. it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, it didn't offend me or I, I didn't think it was necessarily boring, but I hadn't kind of got into the groove of it and possibly because I wasn't giving it the attention that I, I maybe should have done. Um, yeah. But, I mean, there's a film coming out in, what, um, about a month's time? I think so, yeah. Something like that. It's coming out soon. So, uh, and it's been going for what about, what's it on now? 12th season or something? Yeah, it's it's still getting uploaded onto Disney Plus on a, a weekly basis, it seems. So, right. they're still making it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's what we're watching at the minute. What we will be watching in the next week, though, just to give it another shameless plug, is Space Chickens in Space, which is going on on the 20th of April. 20th of April for Space Chickens. Yeah. From space, uh, yeah. Fine. I've already. Can you can you child. sing us the theme tune? The no, moment? I can't. I oh. cannot. I can tell you what the chickens look like because they're dotted all around my house, but I I cannot tell you the theme theme song because it hasn't. We haven't been able to watch it anywhere, so I haven't seen it. But other than again, the characters being dotted around my house. Oh, fantastic. Um, so on Moon Knight, I am two episodes behind now. Uh, we watched and enjoyed the first one. We have just haven't got round to watching uh, the last two 
uh, episodes. But I would say, you know, we did find it enjoyable, the first okay. one. Um, I watched it twice, my wife watched it once. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a character that I knew nothing about, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because the criticism that I've seen online about Moon Knight has been how it's deviated um, from the comics or they've changed certain things with the character, which if you're not uh, au fait with, aren't going to bother you. Mm. So uh, I think I think we'll be safe in in that in that space. Um, okay. Personally, though, what I've what we've started watching uh, again because um, it won't be on for much longer is uh, this is us. It's very bizarre that an NBC show is on Disney Plus, but also it's on Amazon Prime. Oh. So this is us originally in in England at least started life on Channel Four, and it was one of those things which they had really high hopes for, and then after about three or four episodes, bumped it to a late night slot. So it went from like nine o'clock on a Tuesday to about eleven o'clock on a Tuesday, and then they did that for like the first couple of seasons, and then basically dumped it. So Amazon Prime got the the kind of uh, streaming rights to it and, and had it on there. And what they would do when a new season come out is they would show episodes on a weekly basis as new episodes came out in America. This is its final season. It's season six, if I remember correctly. Um, and for whatever reason, all seasons are now on Disney+. Plus. All seasons are on Amazon Prime. And both Amazon Prime and Disney+, Plus are showing the brand new season as well. That's bizarre. It's really, really weird. I I don't understand how the deal's been done, why the bill's uh, deal's been done, but it's it's there. Um, but it's a a comedy drama. Um, it's 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 really interesting in its concept because it's about um, a bro- uh, two brothers and a sister who were born. Um, but the show starts off when they are in their thirties. And it flashes back to them when they were kids. And uh, Mandy Moore plays the mum of these 30-year-olds and also in the flashbacks. So obviously in the flashbacks, she's Mandy Moore as as we know her now. But in the flash mm. forwards or the, you know, the current day, uh, she is obviously made up to look like she is a woman in her 60s. So right, and they do some all the characters. So, uh, with the with the adult children, when you see them in their childhood, they are played by different actors. They you know they've not gone down that route. Um, yeah. That would be a bit more difficult. Um, but in the in the in the current and the the flashbacks, they will have the the same adult actors, and they will obviously uh, have them in different types of of makeup to distinguish. Um, but it's it's really good. The first episode is uh, superb. Like it's one of the best pilots I've ever seen of a TV show. It was really uh, interesting in introducing you know the the, the idea of the show, um, and it's it's yeah it, it's really enjoyable. And now in the I think in season five they started to do flash forwards to uh, a period of time in the future. I think about ten years after the show is going to end. Um, okay. But it, this is the final season, um, so this is, and they, it's one of these shows as well where they said right at the get go, this is we've got a plan, we've got a bible for this show, 
we know where it starts, we know where it's going to end. So we want to tell this story, and that's what they've been able to do. Um, okay. So it's not been the final season won't have been rushed, or they won't have to, to change things. You know, this is what they're going to do is you know what they wanted to do from the get go. So it's worked out really well. But it's it's a great show. Like it's won awards. It's got some great actors in it. Um, and uh, yeah, we've we've really enjoyed it. You know, it's made us laugh. It's made us cry. So yeah, so I recommend uh, this is us. That's what I've been watching, and uh, it's coming to its end now. So now's a good time as any to to start watching it. If whatever I've said sounds at all appealing, I'll give it a go. I think I think I rec- I I definitely recommended it to you when we went to Jimmy Fallon. I think the first time because they had a poster up of it in there for obvious reasons okay. it's an NBC show but yeah um, shall I go next then there's only two left okie pokey pick of the pokey so I'm still working right I'm still watching um, The Walking Dead for your sins it's, ama- it's amazing that a show like that is on the banner on Disney Plus when you open it Mm-hmm. and it's I know people have tapped out of Walking Dead a long time ago but it's the last season and they're going to start winding it up pretty soon I am absolutely baffled how it ends did they all just get eaten does Rick fly in on a friggin zombie unicorn what's going to happen because he was supposed to be making some films wasn't he It's yeah it's weird like they announced that he was going to do some films and then they've announced all these spin-offs. I mean, there's a, what is there, two spin-offs at the moment? Or one spin-off at the yeah. moment? There's so, Fear the Walking Dead, isn't there? Which Fear the yeah. Walking Dead, yeah. Literally just become The Walking Dead in yeah. a different place. Yeah. Um, and then there was like a kid's show on, the, on Amazon. <laughs> a kid's zombie show. Where you don't actually see. I tried to watch it, but it was awful. Um, but I don't know if it's in the thinking about it now. I don't know if it's set inside the same town that the last season of Walking Dead's in now. I might have to go and have another look at that. Right. Um, but you don't actually you see zombies, but you don't actually see the gruesome, gruesome killings that or, or putting down of the zombies that you normally see. Um, and there's another spin off they've announced, hasn't there? Like recently. Oh, I, I don't know. There's two more. Oh, God. So you've got Norman Reedus is coming back. Who's he? His, he plays, what's his name? Daryl. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's got a spin off. And now they've announced Negan and. What's the name? Yes. The one that's who. Right. Who Negan killed her husband. Wow. Yeah, that's they've right. got a spin-off. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Negan was one of the best baddies that it ever had because he was brutal. Him. Now he's a bit like a wet lettuce now. Oh, well, it's hey because ho. it's because they because Negan become a fan favorite, wasn't it? He was supposed yeah. to be a big villain, but everyone was like, "Oh, he's cool." So then they had to, yeah, make him make him that. But yeah, I completely and- forgot what the spin-off was. Peter, but now you've said it, I've gone, oh yeah, yeah. that still sounds as stupid as I thought it was at the time. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't see the point of all these spin-offs because it's just going to be them running through fields, killing zombies. Or chasing humans, or hiding from humans, or killing more zombies. It's, it's the same. I, you know, P Dubs, you'd probably uh, find something to reference this to, but isn't it the same with comic books? Where you get a popular comic and then you spin a character off because they've done quite well? Yeah. It doesn't always, that very rarely works. Yeah. Well, I, w- I would say Robin. Yeah. True. And he got spun off in his own comic. It was it was nothing like Batman, and yeah. that's why they ended up changing him into Nightwing to make him more like Batman. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah so, yeah. So Walking Dead is finishing um, this year, so I'm stuck with that. And then today I got an email: um, the Kardashians are on oh. Disney Plus. <sighs> Sinead, I hate, I hate that I have to do this, but keeping up the Kardashians was ever a thing for you? I would really hope you lot would know me well enough to be able to answer that for yourselves. Well, I I do, but at the same time, I feel almost obliged that I have to, because I know for definitely the other answers. Um, I mean, look, I will will say this. I will say this, I have sat through more episodes of Keeping Up With The Kardashians than I would ever like to admit to. I can't tell you what really happens in them because they have literally been on in the background while my wife would watch them. But she loved The Kardashians up until... I mean, I always sort of piss out of her for it, to be fair. But up until a couple of years ago, and then she was like, yeah, this, this is just... I don't know why I've wasted my time. Yeah. I actually, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen even like part of an episode. They like, it just doesn't interest me in any way, shape, nor form. But to be fair, I don't. I'm not a real reality TV fan, anyways. The only thing that I would watch on the regular that's kind of reality TV, I suppose, would be RuPaul's Drag Race. But that would be that's as reality as I'll get. I think there's a reality show for everybody, um, really. But, yeah, having one show doesn't make you a fan of reality TV per se. Um, But that's a a great example of one. Um, I will say that... I don't think I'll ever watch it. I've never watched an episode in my life. But I think it's just another big story of... I mean, it's just another string to Disney Plus's bow, isn't it? It, it's, It's a very... So, I mean, this isn't a Disney Plus thing. This is a, a Hulu thing. Hulu! Hulu! But well, obviously we get it on Disney Plus because of, you know, that, that agreement. But um, it, it, you would think you would think it's a big acquisition because they are still uh, so famous. I mean, the reason why this is happening is because basically E, who, you know, made Keeping Up With The Kardashians and made them all super famous... Um, you know, the, the viewing figures had been dwindling and it was a very expensive show to make because they had to throw a load of money their way. So it seemed to be a natural conclusion for it to end for all parties. So it was weird that Hulu decided to throw so much money at them to make a brand new show. But here we are. It's mm. the world we live in. So... Um, my wife will at least watch the first episode. She told me that much, but um, yeah, it's 
it'll be for people, absolutely. But I I don't think this is the podcast where you'll find uh, an avid fan of the Kardashians. Although we don't know about Dolan. I was about to say, Peter has been very quiet about the whole thing, so who knows? He's, he has been very knows. quiet. <laughs> Not a hope in hell. <laughs> Come on, Dan, what are you watching, Dubs of Pete? Uh, for me, one of the shows I think we've already mentioned on a on a previous episode, um, I'm about four episodes into the, to the dropout um, with Amanda Seyfried. It's, it's a strange show. Um it's a strange it story, to be fair. Yeah, it's it's very slow going, uh, and a lot of the time it feels like the same episode repeating itself. Right. Um, so it's quite a, it's quite a difficult watch. She seems to go through the same emotions in every episode. Um, sure you're not just watching the same episode. No, no, I'm, I've actually got <laughs> Disney Plus open. I'm on episode four. Um, for the twelfth time, so it's it just she's she seems to get somewhere, then someone finds out that she's not real, so she moves on to something else, uh, and yeah, it's just a, a lot of repeating of the the same story. Um, the other thing that I've I've managed to catch up with, and and it's strange because today it, it kind of looks like the the upcoming season might be the final one, um, due to the lead writer and lead star of the show having one of his previous characters get a TV series picked up um, in Seth MacFarlane getting Ted um, picked up today for a, for a TV series. Who um, asked I, for that? I know. Exactly. Jesus. Um, but I've been, I, I've managed to catch up with the Orville, um, which he's, he's written and, is the lead star in. Um, haven't had a series for, for about three years um, on that, but a new one is due in the next couple of months, but that's probably going to be its final season. But for me, it's everything that Star Trek isn't at the moment. Um, while I like Picard, uh, Discovery was a, a major letdown, and, and this feels exactly what that could have been um, if they'd have stuck to the original feelings of, of Star Trek. Um, which sadly they haven't. Well, this was when this was first kind of put together because it was very odd. I remember when this was first announced, and it's very odd because Seth MacFarlane was known for Family Guy and American Dad, and as you said, the aforementioned yes. Ted. So for him to do a more straight up serious uh, homage to, to Star Trek, and it was, it was his love letter to Star Trek. Yeah. This show seemed to be weird and it was the scheduling in this country was very strange for it because i think it got picked up by fx yep over here um yep. which you know a lot of people didn't necessarily go out of their way to to watch as a channel um and doesn't even exist anymore but it kind of got bounced around a little bit and no one really paid too much attention and i think the first season was kind of at least in the beginning, was kind of written off as like a, a poor man Star Trek. But by yeah. the end, and, and certainly by the second season, it seemed to really kind of uh, find a groove with people and people were, were much more complimentary about it, both yeah. fans and, and critically as well. So that's interesting. 
and that's pretty much it outside of Moon Knight for me. How are you? How I'm, I'm assuming you are up to date on Moon Knight. I am. Yeah, yeah. I watched watched yesterday's episode. As soon as it comes out, pretty much I'll watch it that day. You can't say yesterday's um, episode because I mean, who knows when people are going to hear? Well, this yeah, episode. exactly. <laughs> episode three. So, um, um, so how are you enjoying it? I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's it took a while. The, the first episode was great. It was great fun, but I think it took a while to kind of give you any of the story. I know, Craig, mm. you you struggled with that first episode a little bit because um, yeah. you spoke to me. But I, I definitely think it's, it's picked up, and I'm I'm liking where it's going now. It's it's kind of dipping into the mythology a little bit more now. Yeah, that's good. I'm look, I'm looking forward to catching up. I am looking forward to catching up. Um, as I just just haven't had the time as uh, as yeah, yet. It's a short season as well, so it doesn't take much to catch is up. It, is it six? Do we say six? Yeah, that's yeah. A great number, isn't it? Six. Yeah. I will say what Disney's going for with a lot of the shows. I don't think many of them have had more than six episodes, have they? Uh, I th- uh, how many did Captain America have? Was that seven or eight? Yeah, which it should have been eight, and they right. cut one out. They cut one out, and one division was obviously eight episodes. Or was that nine? I think that was nine. But Loki was only six, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. All the all the ones after that seem to have become shorter. Which yeah. I, I don't I honestly don't see as a bad thing because I no. think sometimes they do feel a bit drawn out. WandaVision although although I do feel it was drawn out a little bit myself, at the same time it had that interesting gimmick of each episode representing a different decade. So mm-hmm at least there was some sense there with it being slightly longer. Um, but, yeah, I, I quite like these shorter seasons, if if I'm honest. Um, and I wish Mandalorian probably did the same thing. Because I do but love the Kenobi Mandalorian. Well, how many is Kenobi? I think it's six. Okay. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like some, some, I really like the Mandalorian, but there is at least an episode or two out of each season that they could have added to another episode or just cut completely. Yeah. Whereas Boba Fett, six episodes felt too much. Yeah, because half of them are bloody Mando episodes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I think six is kind of good because I think with a lot of the Marvel TV shows, when they're done, and the Star Wars ones, when they're done right, it kind of just feels like it's movie quality, but obviously they didn't want to keep you in the cinema for 7,000 years. Yeah. Um, and I think when it goes kind of over six or seven, then it starts to feel a little tedious and it feels like you're just watching a movie in stages. Whereas I think I think six feels about right from, from kind of what we've seen. And six as a number is actually quite clever because what's the one thing that Disney wants you to do? Subscribe. And you've got mugs like me who will pay for a year up front to get your, your two extra months free or whatever, effectively. Um, but, you know, there are plenty of people that do dip in and out. And if mm. you've got a show that's four episodes, that's one month subscription. You just time it right. Yeah. You know, you, you wait a couple of days or whatever. Um, if it's eight episodes, again, that's two months, but you're probably not going to get a third six episodes you you have to have two months 
even if you want to cancel it as soon as that last episode's gone, you've still had yeah. to pay for two months. So true. Yeah, I can I can see that, and also like stops the fatigue hopefully as well. So that's good. Well, um, I think I think that'll do for Disney Plus content as well for now. But um, something that I definitely think we will we will start discussing at, at least on a monthly basis, if not more, uh, depending on what people are doing. But I think I think that's probably good. At least once mm. a month, focus on this. Yeah. See what we've all been doing. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, uh, was there anything else that anyone else wanted to talk about? No. No. For me. I'm good, guy. Guy. Yeah. Mm. Good. Go to bed. Fe- oh, Sleepy. All right. All right Sleepy little bunny. <laughs> well, okay. In that case, thank you very much, uh, P Dubs. Uh, and of course by way of that Sinead thank you for the new Eat It segment Um, and uh, thank you as well for the Disney Plus bit Um, we will be back in a couple of weeks and uh, as I said we'd really like to have your feedback we you know would like to hear more what you want to hear you know do you want to hear us focus more on this and less on news a bit of both what do you want what would you want what do you want from us we don't know, so you've got to, you've got to let us know. Um, cheese toasties, yeah, or or vegan cheese toasties, obviously are available as well. So you're you not want, a vegan. Didn't say I was. I'm just saying they are available. Okay, so that's, that's that's it. That's it. Um, but yeah, so until next time, we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Here we are. Arty falarty. What? This podcast is a That Production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network.